Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, a trainer Thatch. Here today with my wonderful co-host, we've got the one and only Lord Yushiro. Hello, hello, hello. And we've got Claude Nine Bubbly as ever. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast, uh, the Pokemon podcast, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to uh, the computerized battle stadium uh, using the Hasbro ThinkChip playset here. Uh, we've yeah. been a podcast since 2007. <laughs> Puckle, of course, a nonsensical name we came up with, uh, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. All right. Well, with that out of the way, this is the beginning of the show. This is a new year. Well, I guess technically last episode was the first episode of the new year, though it was recorded in 2023. Ooh, no, this is the. Yeah. I know this is the first one that was recorded in uh, 2024. Yeah. New year, new new me. New year, uh, same podcast probably. Same game. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, same game. Same game until February 27th, where they do the uh, they do the great uh, ires of capitalism and make us want more. Yep. Yeah, but I'm excited for it though. No, no, no. I, I am as well. I, I'm excited what they see. I'm kind of hoping there's a curveball, but I think that's kind of what, what the topic is today. So I don't want to get too deep into it. I'm kind of hoping there's some kind of curveball, but I, this week I haven't done too much. Actually, I did a lot of Pokemon stuff. Actually, I lie. I did, uh, I did buy some TCG cards for myself. I went and finally did my Paradox, uh, my Paradox Rift, uh, like buy list. Oh, I finally yeah, I went out and just bought everything for it. I did a bunch of stuff for that today because I was like, oh, what am I yeah. still missing? Like, what what, what might exactly. be useful in the future? And then I was like, all right, cool, let me grab these just because it was cheap. Exactly. I, I think I bought, uh, I bought like Roaring Moon, the stuff I needed for Roaring Moon. I bought the stuff. I bought Golden Go. I know it's not good right now, but I think it's kind of fun. I, I bought it for post-rotation. I just got... Yeah, I think post-rotation... Four Sandy Shocks in case that yeah. becomes viable post-rotation. And then I got extra Mew because the promo Mew is... Yeah cheaper than the actual mute and i'm like All right. oh yeah 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 no uh i man i wish i could i i should probably just go buy more 151 like product in general i just really like opening those packs they make me feel really happy on the inside i i realize <laughs> i don't need anything from it besides i love the energies i love the yeah i know so the the energies are real pretty uh i'm not gonna lie i i am kind of excited to see if the energy what the energies look like in the next set because they do yeah. change every block like the energy designs mm, will change yeah. every block I'm I'm just a big fan of the cosmic energy, so like I'm just gonna keep this cosmic hollow and yeah. stocking up on a bunch of them. Have they brought back double double colorless yet? 
No, well, no, no, no. So because the game's been like accelerating like crazy juice, like, cause I think the last time you played it was the last time I played it before, before I got back into it. Yeah. Like double colorless, it would be 1000% busted now, I think. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. So what they did is, uh, they, instead of double colorless, they came out with a card that's functionally the same called double turbo energy, which provides double colorless energy. But if you attach double turbo energy, your attacks do 20 less damage. So it helps, uh, it helps balance the game a little bit in that you're not, you, sure, you're getting that energy acceleration, but you're getting it at a cost. Uh, and you might not be able to pick up the okay. KO because you're, you're like most numbers right now in the TCG are very, very tight. Like you have to hit like 330 or you have to hit 280. And it's really, if you're not hitting those numbers exactly, like right on the dot, you're going to end up missing a KO or something. So it's a good time though. It's a good time. I, yeah. So double, I, I'm, I'm wondering if one day we will get, uh, DCE back, but I don't, I think that'll be like after all of the Sword and Shield cards rotate. Yeah. There's too much power in the format. Like I hate to yeah. say I want it to slow down, but like you have to then tank a full. Yeah. Game. No, it, it would also be gross. Like while Lugia is still in the format, mm-hmm. like I think a proper double colorless energy would make Lugia broken again. Like it, it would be part, it would be part of the issue for Lugia. How many times have Lugia been hands. broken? This is news for me. <laughs> uh, uh, Lugia, Lugia last year was like best deck in format for good reason, uh, oh, because wow. of all of the special energy that was available in the format. Cause what Lugia can do, it's not just Lugia, it's Lugia and Archeops. Lugia V-Star can, uh, bring back two colorless Pokemon from your discard pile onto your bench. They don't have to be basics. They can just be any colorless Pokemon. So Archeops is a colorless Pokemon oh, wow. right now. Okay. And so you just play Archeops. You don't play the Archins. You don't play the fossils, anything. And what you do is you just discard your two Archeops and then you V star to get the two Archeops on the bench. Uh, and the two Archeops will allow you to pull up to two special energies per Archeops. Oh, wow. From your deck and just attach them. Wow. And that's enough to power up a Lugia in a turn. But also it was really gross when we had like typed special energies, yeah, right? Special like, energies. cause then you can make anything happen. Yeah. Like when we had speed energy, you could just, you could use a crazy number of Pokemon and just do crazy things. It, w- it was insane. And so it just gave Lugia like a crazy toolbox powerhouse that was just insanely good. Uh, rotation thankfully killed it because most of the special energies it was leaning on were from, uh, yeah. the, the block that rotated. So it took a huge hit at rotation, but pre-rotation it was it was just a monster (laughs) wow that sounds cool though yeah it's it's like still okay i wouldn't call it broken but it's 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 definitely it's still okay i i think people just yeah i just don't know if people know how to really optimally play it now because a lot of people have kind of discounted there's also like a a single card that makes it almost invalid iron hands is not as good as a lot of people think it is it is actually very good it is not. It is not as game breaking as I think people think. It's not it is. as game breaking, but it does hinder that deck. Uh, it also Ampu very much also doesn't one shot the Lugia V Star. Not immediately correct. It does not. You need to KO with Ampu very much for it to actually matter. Yes, I know. I'm just saying. It, it, with Maridon it. being so heavily popular right now, it has. Uh, yeah, Maridon's even... Maridon's just. I mean, Maridon needs to be a better deck. It's, it's that in Charizard. Charizard's good. I think Charizard's actually pretty good. Charizard's the best deck in the format. Yeah, I think I I think Charizard's Still? just a very 
Uh, yeah, Charizard. Well, it, it just came out like in August. So oh, this is a new a new Charizard. This is a new okay. Charizard. This is uh this is uh the Charizard that came out in Obsidian Flames. Gotcha. It's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah, especially with some of the support it's recently gotten in Paradox Rift, it's pretty decent. So it it's not a it's not a bad deck at all. Like if you honestly, Jushiro, if you it's also easy to play, which is kind of the crazy part about it. The problem. So if you honestly, Jushiro, if you want to get back into it, I would recommend Charizard. Yeah, is that I the would, same Charizard that is uh, included with the TCG online? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if it, I don't know if it is anymore because we're in Paradox Rift now, but okay, it might be. I don't know. It's the Charizard EX. It's the Dark type one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the Dark type Charizard EX. Yeah, that one is very good. Like, I can send you some deck lists. That that's my. It's also just a fun deck to play. It's just a fun deck to play. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, we, we took up all that talking about TCG. Uh, how did everybody else do? Any, anything you have fun over the holidays, over New Year's, anything Pokemon or not Pokemon even? I got sick over the holidays. Oh no. Ooh. Are you better now? Oh yeah. Okay. Now. I mean, now obviously you don't sound awful, but like, no. and we're doing the show and we've been talking all week. I didn't even know you got sick. You didn't tell me. Well, it was over the holidays. That's fair. So it, was like, it was like Christmas time. So I'm like, all right, well that, that was the thing. And, you know, ever, ever since I came back, if people have been paying attention to the Puckle, I've been going back to the Radical Red stream. I'm having way too much fun with it. I have noticed that, yeah. <laughs> I was going to stream on, on Wednesday, but I ended up working, like, super late, so I'm kind of happy that you ended up doing it randomly. Hey, I, I did, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week, because I was having fun with it. And I'm probably, after we done recording, I go, I'll go eat lunch and come back and probably do some more, because I'm it. having... I really enjoy the nuzlocke idea of pokemon and having to actually plan and prep properly no no no. i, I mean they they kind of pseudo did that in the dlc right like i would argue you had to do some prep work before you went into the blueberry elite four you know oh sure at least in team design right like it's not as it's not as stringent as like oh man i gotta make sure i ev these guys the proper way blah 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 yes. but a little it, bit it, it was definitely far more strategic than a typical pokemon game yes I love uh, it. That's what I've been spending doing all my holidays, honestly. The DLC. Yeah. The DLC the was good. Thing. Yeah, the DLC was good. It just absorbed me back more than the previous th- DLC tried to. It's just so much fun. Oh, no. Yeah, Kitakami was like an appetizer. Like, it right. felt like an appetizer to this. This was like the f- main course. All right. I've, I've realized after after going through both of them, Teal Ma- uh, sorry, the Teal Mask was awful. I, yeah. I will say it. I thought it was bad. Really? I I did not like the story that we had to go through. Mm-hmm. I love the whole, like, Ogre Pond line. I just, I still don't like Karen. I still don't like the other girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that they were trying to give us new characters so hard. Like, mm-hmm. I understand, like, they did a lot of, like, character work for Karen, because you wanted to see the transition yeah. between one and two. It was a little forced. It was a little care. forced. I don't care. I don't like it. They took some player agency away there too, and they made you lie to him and everything. Yes, that that is true. I do feel like there should have been an option to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It was they took away some player agency, which didn't go over too well. No, and I mean it is what it is. But like, I, I enjoyed Teal Mask a lot. I still run through the Teal Mask just because mm-hmm. I like the whole design of it a whole lot more. I like the Pokemon they brought back in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like, it made me want to play VGC for a little bit, and then I realized, oh, I don't want to grind out raids for shards. Oh, no, but the DLC, like, the Blueberry Academy fixed that, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Really? For raids? To get, like, this shards? Not just raids. Like, you just, have you, if you just play the game, you just pick up, like, 50 shards all the time. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to just go find more, because I, I was doing that for a couple of days, and I still am like, oh, well, I only have, like, 20-something of these shards, and I don't have any battle ray-ready mods, so I gotta go make them, and... There's also, in the, uh, in the cave in Area Zero, that after you do the whole Terrapagos thing... There is an area that you can unlock by finding a Terra Garchomp, like another area, uh, that just has all the shards, like at oh, least 50 oh. of them per type. Yeah. I need to go back there. I haven't gone back well, there. Well, I might need to go do that, and then I can probably do it all. Yeah, then you don't have to do raids. Yeah, no, raids are like the most inefficient way to do it. Literally, you just go run around the terrarium, and you just pick up all of the shiny things you see, and you will have 50 faster than doing raids. All right, we'll see. I've been enjoying raids. I mean, raids has become the main source of entertainment for in the current Pokemon mm. game more than than battling because I don't know. It's just it's a great solo thing. Although yeah, I, yeah. I, I know it's not supposed to be, but um, <laughs> I just love training Pokemon to just solo five star yeah, uh, yeah. raids. Yeah, no, I yeah. totally get it. I know, no, I'm actually pretty hyped for VGC now. Like, I I haven't been really into VGC until D, uh, this DLC. And it's yeah. it's very exciting. I I'm I kind of I, I found a team the other day and I just started playing it. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I did too. Just because I was like, let let's see how this works. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot more to this format than I expected. Uh, this format's pretty good. I actually like so far at least. I really like this format because mm-hmm. like in my mind, I'm like, all right, if I were to play like right now, I'm like, all right, I would want to use these mm-hmm. three mons and then find a, something else that goes with this, mm-hmm. and it works. So yeah, well. I'm going to cut us off here, uh, that way that we don't go on forever, but we're going to go kick it on over to the news, though, so let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in... Welcome to the news. In the news, there's honestly very little. Uh, first of all, to uh, tie in with uh, Pokemon Concierge, there's now Pokemon icons on Netflix. You know, the icons for your little profile. I got my furret, and I'm thrilled. God. <laughs> I, I've never been so much happier for this. Like, if you haven't seen Pokemon Concierge, by the way, it is a great four-episode miniseries. It's all stop motion. It's wonderful. Yeah. I've Sorry. heard nothing but good things. Uh, it is it is great, and I was so happy to go through it because it's it's cute, it's fun. I heard it's I heard silly. it was surprisingly good. I have not watched it yet. I heard it was surprisingly it, good though. It got like a like a really good rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, oh yeah. okay, maybe I should check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I, yeah. I I think I saw like an IGN or, or GameSpot article with like Pokemon Conjure. Uh, you know, they should really go this direction with Pokemon, uh, with the stop animation and all that. It's just well, it was charming to no end. It's not necessarily the, like the stop animation. It just it looks cool. It was well done because stop animation takes so incredibly. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, it does. But- but yeah, no, I w- yo, it's been uh, actually very, very cool to see. So on Scarlet and Violet size, it turns out the crit doesn't reset on switching out. So Dragon Cheer has been banned from events until the mid-January update we're going to see. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, next week we actually get the epilogue too, which is very exciting. So we, we will get the epilogue oh, next yeah. week as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the epilogue's next week. 
Uh, so, I mean, we get uh, to do the the cool mythical thing next week. We we know nothing about that. Yeah, nothing, Shh. nothing at all. Nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain. Uh, <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, Dragon Cheer is banned from events until they fix it. So okay. wah, I mean, wah. doesn't matter. Well, in the yeah. most memeable news of the week, though, Terrakian drop to PU alongside Pokemon like Plus or Minum. And then what up, it's now it's now NU and they just voted to not ban it whereas they yeah. banned they banned Satitan, Politoed, um a couple other things. <laughs> oh my but gosh. Like, it did wow. not pass the ban, which I thought was hysterical. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Turns out no one used it in OU when Iron Boulder exists. And to no one's surprise, it was banned swiftly. Yeah. Oh, Iron Boulder was banned? Yeah, that. apparently. Yep. Uh, all, all right, well, uh, well, we've got some Pokemon Go news that uh, yeah, Claude, Claude can talk to us about. Yeah, so for the rest of the season, uh, Rockruff, if you catch it or hatch it, it might be able to evolve into Dusk Lycanroc. Ooh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, there's the Dazzling Dream event that runs from the 13th to the 16th that adds Shiny Fly to the game. Uh, there will also be Hisuian Typhlosion raids. Starting, starting or just one day of January 14th, Sunday. And the yeah. program community day is a rerun and it's January. Yay. So get excited. <laughs> uh, so, uh, also in Puckle News, for those of you who uh, want, would love to give us feedback and tell me I'm doing a good or bad job, uh, we've got our annual survey. It's in the show notes. Uh, you can go ahead and go fill it out. We really appreciate it. If we hit 300 uh, responses, which is pretty much what we hit last year, um, you can go. We're going to give away a Puckle t shirt that we did from the Puckle Patreon um, that we're giving away, or not giving away, but is a reward on the Puckle Patreon. You can pick up one of those free t or not. You can get a free t-shirt by filling out the survey. All you have to do is fill it out. It should only take you like five, maybe 10 minutes, depending on how many comments you want to leave us. So we really appreciate it. So please fill out the Puckle survey when you get a chance. It helps us change the show and make it better. We're, we've already seen from the people that have filled it out in Discord, uh, some actionable things that we can do to make the show better. And we're hoping to try to implement those throughout the year to, to, to enhance everybody's experience. So yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to those of you who have filled it out. Uh, and uh, hopefully you can convince all of your friends to do it as well. So this is from uh, Puckle's Pokey Opinion now, uh, which is uh, which weather strategy is your favorite to play with? Um, and my answer to this is just rain. Rain's just easy, right? Like rain's just easy. Yeah. I think I'm a fan of um, sun. Sun sun and rain are very similar. I just think I think rain, uh, rain gets like way more positives, I feel like, than sun. It does. It, it, rain is it, definitely pushed a lot more than all the other ones. Yeah, right. I, I it's just, way more concise. I think is like there's more specific teams. I guess that you could like make with Ray while Sun is more varied because it includes fire and some grass. Yeah. To be fair, no, so Rain just got like a, a solar beam esque thing with Arjaladon too. Now. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about. Yeah, this. yeah. Like this hyper. He has like a meteor. He has a meteor beam move. Right. That instead of taking two turns, will only take one in rain, which is kind oh. of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Archaladon is your new rain Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> and and then you could also, I don't know, I, like, I, I kind of miss Hail. I miss Hail I being guess. Hail. I don't know. I, I kind of liked it for the chip damage, uh, because I think that's what kind of made Hail viable-ish. Uh, granted, they've been giving Slush Rush out, though, like, candy. So, yes. Yes, uh, they they, they've been giving Slush Rush out like candy. So, 
Uh, and Sandstorm, I mean, Sand's okay too. Like, I'm not a, like, I, if I had to rank them myself, I would be like, Rain's probably my first choice, then Sand, then Sun, and then now Snow. I think that would be my, did they add anything for Sand? Like, is there uh, any new, or is this the same ability, same things? It's pretty much the same, I think. I don't know that there's too much new for Sand in general. Okay. But it is what it is. It's fine. It's fine. Iron Boulder is still OU. It's not banned. Okay. Well, oh. don't know why that was Sorry. in there then. Oh, yeah. Terrakian was promptly banned from PU. That's what it meant yes. in the new segment. Sorry. There we go. Oh, that's what I was it trying meant. to okay. like. I thought I don't remember there being a lot of OU bans in the that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, that was the new segment this week. There wasn't much there for you guys. We apologize. Um. So we're going to yeah, go until March. We're going to be a little dry. Yeah, probably. Sorry. Honestly, the, the news will be kind of slow. Probably the next until, weeks. until February. Yeah. For a couple of mm, weeks. Okay. But all right. Well, we've got Puckle's Pokey Quiz to get to. So let's kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Fiamon. What Pokemon type has the least number of Pokemon? Is oh, interesting. Not, is it not fairy? No. I th- isn't it ice? Could be. I don't know why I thought it was fairy. Um... I think it's ice, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, fairy was the least last one added, so I thought it was that. That's that's where my logic comes from. But but there was a wrong. lot of there there was a lot of Pokemon in the past that were switched to fairy. Not many. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I can go with fairy. I, I, something is telling me fairy, and like. Oh, um, it's the new Terrastal Stellar type. There's only one. <laughs> no Pokemon's the Stellar type. Uh, are you sure Terrapagos yes. would like to disagree? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, I had I had to throw that in there. Um, yeah, but I I mean, and you're not counting Shadow. We're not counting Shadow. No, these are the eighteen Just, of the eighteen types. Which one has the least number of Pokemon? Of the eighteen types. Okay. Yeah, I, something is telling me it's fairy, but I could very well be wrong, and it could be ice. Okay, um, no, let's go to fairy. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll just lock in fairy. Fairy is unfortunately incorrect. The answer oh, is ice. ice. It is ice. Oh! All right, I'm sorry. You had it. I don't no, know why I thought okay. it was fairy. Ice has 58 <laughs> Pokemon. The second least is fairy with 69 <gasps> Pokemon. Uh, and then ghost follows that with 73. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy to think, one, that dragon is not in this bottom three. And that ghost right. is that high, given that, like, between the first two generations, both of those had, like, four Pokemon total. Right. 
I'm just surprised. It's like, oh, we added fairy in Gen 6, and in three generations, we've already surpassed ice. Yeah, it's very easy. One, they added a ton of fairy-type Pokemon since then. Uh, since I the, know. It's and not to mention the number of Pokemon that were retconned. Like, you're thinking Gardevoir line. You're thinking yeah. uh, Clefable, Wigglytuff, Azumarill. There were a bunch of retcons. Mr. Mime. Yeah, I guess you're right. Granbull. Like, there were a ton of retcons. So I I think you I think you misunderstood the uh, number of retcons there were. I definitely did. Yeah. All right. Well, you're zero for one. Your second That's question. <laughs> your second question, and hopefully you guys could remember this. It's from Smeargle nineteen, uh, which is uh, this is in all caps. So I'm gonna do the best that I can. <laughs> can you dig up all the fossil TM cards? How much HP does the original Mysterious Fossil card have? Oh. Uh, wasn't it just 10? Or 30? Uh, was, I remember something the, is telling me 30, but it's definitely an odd number, and it's one of those two. Yeah, because I know like that Pumbadol from was 30. But I kind of recall the fossil being even lower than that, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, we're talking like the original Mysterious Fossil? The original Mysterious Fossil, the original printing. I, I think you're right. I think it's 10. I think it's 10. Let's go with 10. I'm trusting you this time. <laughs> you okay, sure was right 10. the last time, too, so... I know. I know. <laughs> uh, so 10 is what you're locking in? 10 is correct. Yes. Uh, Jushira is usually like, I'm useless in these, and he's gotten the last two correct. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, one that's I'm getting now. better. I've gotten myself into um, Pokemon YouTube shorts. <laughs> Uh, and I've been getting a lot of facts of that it's helping me in this trivia. I saw a short saying like, what is the type of Pokemon that has least Pokemon? It was ice. You could, if you had said that, I would have believed you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So your next question is your Pokedex entry question as always. This is going to come to you from the once and future gamer. It's Pokemon Sun Pokedex entry reads, It grows by molting repeatedly. Boots made from the tanned leather cast-off skin are a super luxury item. Who's that Pokemon? Repeat the question again, sorry. Can you repeat it one more time? It grows by molting repeatedly. Boots made from the tanned cast-off skin are a super luxury item. Who's that Pokemon? Oh man, that sounds so familiar. It sounds like it's either crocodile or a snake, because they, that's a so, pun. My mind went to Dratini or like Caterpie. I, I think, I don't think Caterpie was it. No, Caterpie, no. Uh, but like Dratini popped into my mind, because I think, yeah, I think that's a thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, Pokemon, uh, snake Pokemon shed, and they, uh, exactly. And they end, we know that snake boots is a, a thing that exists, that, you know. Uh, so what snake sheds and then people make boots out of it? It could I, be Dratini. I, I would say Dratini. I like the idea of Dratini doing that, but I could also yeah. very well be very wrong. I want some so shiny wrong. Dratini boots. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> to go with my uh, Barbie cowboy hat. No one got so the Are, you, are you going with Dratini? I got the joke. <laughs> I got the joke. Um, do we go with Dratini? I'm yeah, let's go Dratini. Let's do okay, it. Okay, let's do it. Dratini. Dratini is 
correct. Ooh, uh, yes. You, it's been a long time since people got on the first try. Um, so it's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry reads, it's still weak, so it lurks on the floor of the bodies of water, eating whatever food sinks down and living a quiet life. That's a terrible entry to get this Pokemon. I know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got it on the first one, so you're good. Well, because it was, it, it sounded very snake-like. <laughs> yes, and right. I had to think of what Pokemon was in Sun and Moon because mm-hmm. it, they didn't have all of them, so it became difficult. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got it anyway. You guys are three for three. Your next question is your multiple answer question. And it's going to be, uh, I believe there are four, uh, answers here. I'm only going to need three, one for each point. You can get up to three points here. This is from Shiny Mewtwo Curie. There are four Pokemon. When they use a particular move, different moves for each of these Pokemon, have a different attacking animation if the Pokemon using it is shiny. Oh, what? This is the what? first I've ever heard of this. Which move slash Pokemon pairs does this apply to? And it applies to any game. I am lost. I did not know this was a thing. Okay. Uh, and we yeah, say any I'm, game because I think they took one of them out in Scarlet and Violet, but it's fine. So it's an attack and a Pokemon that the animation will change depending on whether the Pokemon is shiny or not? Uh, yes. Uh, let me try to get you a good definition of what changing means, but um, I, I, will, I will do it. Um... Ah, uh, right. so I do I do know one. This means that like the okay. color of the move will probably change, you know, in that in oh, that okay. regard, right? I mean like, still, this is still the first I've I've heard this. this is awesome. Um yeah. so I, I know of one, and I believe it's Diplin using the syrup bomb or whatever it is. Oh want, because he gets yeah, because he gets he's a yellow group, and he's I think either, only is red. Right. So you, would you would you like to lock that in? I would like to lock that one in. Uh I'm syrup confident. bomb and Diplin is correct. Nice. That's about all I knew. Okay. The rest I would extrapolate off that a little bit, but you... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. How about anything related with the, um... Oh my god, I forgot her name. The, uh... The Pokemon you spin, the fairy... Oh! Uh, it's like a whipped uh, cream. Oh, mil- uh, uh, creamy? Uh-huh. And, like, decorate, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Do you want Do to lock that in? You, no? Yeah, you three strikes and you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then let's put in Alcremie. Alcremie uh, is incorrect. Oh. Okay. You do have the hint, by the way, as well. Don't forget that. Do you want to use the hint now? Yeah, let's use the hints. Yeah, okay. I feel more confident using the hints on this than anything else. Yeah, I have no uh, clue about this. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing so the, at the wall. Of, of the three that you're missing, one you could just extrapolate off of Diplin. Just a little bit. Oh, just, so Hydrapple? Uh, using Wicked what? Beam? No, oh, sorry, not, wicked, quite. Wicked, not quite. Not wicked, quite. Not quite. No, fickle, wicked. Not, fickle, not, fickle. No, 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 no. <laughs> also using the same move. <laughs> using the same move. Yes. Uh, okay. Also using syrup Great. bomb. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, another one is an ultra beast, um, and the other one is a dragon type Pokemon. Okay. So one thought goes. But to only like in Klanger. only in Sword and Shield. It only does it in Sword and Shield. One the dragon thought type was Soul Blaze, but you said Sword and Shield, so yeah. That was still in Sword and Shield, wasn't it? It was. Okay. So Clanger Soul Blaze is one idea that comes to my mind, but I couldn't tell you wrong. Well, it's not Clanger is Soul Blaze, oh, but whatever no, move no, they used to no, make it. No, no, no. It is, um, wouldn't it be Dragapult because the Dreepy are different colors? Are you locking that okay. in? Okay. That's my guess for the Dragon type from Sword and Shield. That is correct. 
Yeah. That's correct. Okay. Well, you got well, you got three now, so that counts. That's all of them. No, no, no. What's the, what's uh what's the last one that you said is the Ultra Beast? It's an Ultra so Beast. So if yeah. I had to guess the Ultra Beast, oh, what's an Ultra Beast specific move? Oh. I'm uh, I have really little knowledge on the Ultra Beast. Unfortunately, it blows my mind. You can't get this. Oh, my uh, Blissepalon. My there you go. There you go. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you got three there, so you're six for four. Your last question Ooh. is your base deck question, as always. Yes, my favorite. This one is going to come to you from Farmer Fox. Which Mega has the highest base special defense, excluding Primals? We're not including Primal Grout on our Primal Kyogre. Which so Mega no po- Primals? Which mega, which mega has Wait. the highest special defense of all megas? Oh, special defense. Uh, Latias. Mega Latias. Yep, I'm not even going to dispute it. It's Mega Latias or it was Mega Gardevoir. It's one of those two. Um, which one are you I picking? Mega, I think Mega Gardevoir is 135, Mega Latias is 150. Is that your final answer? So Mega Latias, please. Mega Latias is correct with 150. Oof. Uh, next is Mega Gardevoir at 135, followed up by Mega Gyarados with 130, uh, and then Mega Autono at 126. So you guys got seven points today. We missed a question and still got seven. I mean, you can get, <laughs> you can get eight. Uh, yeah, I, I had the points in the multiple answer question when you guys missed one. Yeah. I do so it every, I do, I've done it for the past, like, Three, four years. Nobody's complained. Nobody's complained. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, the standings in our race to 40, uh, Jushiro and Claude in first place, tied with seven Woo! points, and everybody else is at zero because they have yet to play the game. All or- not last long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want more Poke Quiz, tune in next week. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review from iTunes from Seth Central. Five stars, great for any Poke fan. I'm a huge Pokemon fanboy. Listening to others who have the same passion I do is beyond words. Keep up the good at work, everyone. Well, Seth Central, I appreciate that. And if you haven't left us a review yet, please do at Apple Podcast or literally anywhere else you might listen to this podcast. We really appreciate it. It helps people find the show. It helps us grow and it helps us bring you more awesome content. So until next time, guys, I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon of 2024. Uh, I figured at the beginning of the new year, it's a good time for us to sit down and kind of consolidate our thoughts on what we think is possible to see from the Pokemon company this year um, and what we would like to see, our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations, and then how they'll get crushed <laughs> once Pokemon Day comes. Yeah, I'm so excited to get crushed. I'm kind of hoping not to get crushed, hopefully not, but I, <laughs> I I think there's a number of things that have been a number of ideas that have been floating around the Pokemon community. So on Pokemon Day, we're obviously going to get a mainline game. So I kind of want to like get that meat and potatoes out of the way. I have some other things that I think are very possible as well. We're obviously going to get a mainline game, and I think there's a few options for that, right? Something like four or five options in my mind of how mm -hmm. this shakes out. Uh, one, mm -hmm. there's a black and white remake of some sort. Okay, well, I think that's the most likely. I, I do, too. I think that's... And I think we should take some time on each of these, because I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do think... I think it's important. I think that's the most likely, I, <laughs> which is disappointing to me. Really? Why is that disappointing? I've been dying to go back to, you know... Yeah. If they do it like they did BDSP... Oh, yeah. I yeah, do yeah. not think that they can do Gen 5 justice. Uh, very true. Uh, I do not think they can do Gen 5 justice by going to BDSP. But I don't think they will do that because of how badly that sold compared to other... It did not sell that poorly. Really? Do, have you looked at the sales numbers? No. Do you know what no. sold? Do you know what sold less than BDSP? Arceus. Arceus. Yes, Arceus. You want to know? Uh, you know what? BDSP is almost sold as much as Let's Go, which came out three years before it itself. So BDSP is on pace to out to outperform Let's Go. That's wild to me. It received like mixed reviews, but I think a lot of the poor reviews from BDSP came from people like us, right? Right. Who were who were disappointed? But you have to remember that that the original Diamond and Pearl came out uh, 15 years before that yeah. game. Uh, so the number of people who had actually played those games was yep. not that high. Those were essentially new games for a lot of people, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went something similar. Personally, I don't think you can you can do a Gen Five remake justice without also including somehow including uh, Black and White Two because those are such an interesting idea. Right. Fair enough. No, I, I think that makes sense. I was going to say, what if it's Black and White 3? That's kind of where it follows up next, right? I think Black and White 3 is kind of... I also think this is a Gen 2 early anyway for uh, Black and White remakes, um, because we, mm -hmm. we aren't really on a uh, every gen gets a remake cycle anymore. Right. Well, I guess I'm kind of wrong, because I, I guess you could say, like, Gen 4... Re uh, gen 3, you had Gen 1 remakes. Gen 4, you had Gen 2 remakes. Gen... Five, we didn't have a remake. Gen six, we got gen gen three remakes. Gen uh, gen three. Gen seven, we technically got Let's Go, which is kind of a remake. Um, yeah. yeah. Gen eight, we got gen four. We got gen four, and so you know, maybe we get a remake this gen. Maybe we don't. I don't. I don't know that it's a guaranteed thing to get a remake. If that that's that's why I'm kind of on the fence of to whether or not it's going to happen. I would love for them to at least try to do it justice because I don't feel like BDSP was an effort, had effort to do the games justice. Mm, very interesting. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping for that we see something like, maybe we do get a nod. Maybe it is like a black and white three, which would be really cool to see the story continue. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think that's best of both worlds, but, but I also, I don't think it serves the the community of people who did it, who missed it as well. You know what I mean? Right. I think a Legends game from Unova would be very interesting. I think there's a lot of meat there for, like, a Legends game. That's kind of, like, next on my list is some sort of Legends game. So I keep leaning, and I have no information to really back this up, but this is what I'm feeling since 
it was the first mainline game that it was made by a third party. Yes. I think that they were purposely, uh, just, they had their hands tied to what they could actually do. I, I think they did. Uh, also, there's, so I've been following a lot of like, um, people who have some, that, that will, um, interpret Japanese articles about what's going on that we don't get here in the U.S. Um, yeah. and one of the things that came out about BDSP is typically Pokemon games will have about a three year development time. Right. Right. Like after, after Scarlet and Violet launched, um, they had already been working on, you know, Gen 10. Mm-hmm. Like Gen 10 is in the works right now. You know, next year we will probably see the fruits of that, which is, uh, wild to me to think that, but, yeah, it's very wild to me to think that, but they, uh, the BDSP only had a year and a half development time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what, uh, that's what I learned. Yeah. Plus it's a third party company. So they're probably like, we can't do, you know, we can't get creative because I, I wouldn't be surprised if Game Freak was like the parent hovering over the shoulder. That's, that's what I keep thinking about. Yes. That it's like Game Freak was consistently there going like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Mainly because it's the first game. It's the first game that a third, I mean, it's the first main series game that a third body company has made. So I'm hoping that if they do another game, like, uh, black and white, uh, or, or, you know, about whatever, they, uh, maybe Game Freak can, you know, release the leash a little bit, a little bit, where they can actually go in and add stuff that maybe makes it more fun, because that's really the only thing that it was. It just, it was, uh, so much like the old games that it's like, eh. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we get, I mean, I'm kind of hoping they take the critical or the, like, the praise that, like, Legends got and kind of lean into that too, because if we do get, I, I, I've said this on the show several times. If we do get a Legends game or we want a Legends game, I do think Legends games pair really well with remakes. Like, I think, I think the fact that BDSP came out two months before Legends Arceus really enhanced Legends Arceus, at least the experience for me. Wait, isn't it the other way around? Arceus came first? No. BDSP came first. Okay, okay. BDSP came out in November and then Arceus came out at the end of January. Yeah, you're right, you're right, okay. I believe being able to play BDSP in that two months before Legends Arceus came out just really enhanced the experience because you go, oh man, this is this is what this route looked like, you know? Right. Uh, this is where these Pokemon should be, and you get to see all the area, revisit all the areas that you had seen in, in modern times in the past, and I, I think that has a uh, pretty big impact. I don't know. I, I think black and white remakes. I I, th- I still feel like they're the most boring option of like things we can see, right? So based on just what's happened. I have to disagree, and I don't think a Legends game is likely to come. And the reason being... I don't think so. Because BDSP sold better than Pokemon, like, the Legends Arceus, which I think is criminal, which doesn't make sense and shouldn't make sense, but... Uh, no, no, the reason it makes sense is no, is because there were two versions. That's the only reason. No, that's the, no, no, that is the only reason. Like, I think fewer, I think fewer people bought BDSP, um, fewer individual people bought it, um, than Legends Arceus. Okay, Sure. I, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm just, that's, that's my opinion, right? Like, I'm just, and I'm saying, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think there's a, uh, because Pokemon at this point isn't really about, I don't know how much they care about sales numbers specifically for these games. These games are icing on the cake, right? So my wonder is if they are trying to do it just to maintain the brand and the relevance of the brand. And I think, I think Legends Arceus did more to maintain the relevance of the brand than, and I also, honestly, I think, Legends Arceus might have kneecapped itself a little bit in that it was a game focusing on Arceus rather than like, imagine if it would have been like Legends Mewtwo or something like that, right? 
a more recognizable Pokemon to quote unquote Gen Oneers or people who are more into like that were more into it during Pokemania. I think a Legends, a Pokemon Legends like Mewtwo or even a Pokemon Legends Celebi or something like that, right, would have done better than Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh, I, I, I don't argue with that. Um, my, my, my thought process is, though, that if they're going, I, it's too soon, I think, for them to do another Legends game. Right. Uh, I, I, that's my argument here, just because Legends Arceus came out, what, 2022? Two years ago, almost from now. No, it came. It came out twenty twenty two. It came. It was January twenty twenty two. Yeah. So, so we had. Yeah, but we had Legends Arceus, and then there was a uh, Legends Arceus came out. Then uh, Gen nine came out, and now we're here. I, I also would argue that the release date or the release timing of Legends Arceus also hurt. Also hurt its sales, right? Account January, right? Be, yeah, because there's post Christmas. First of all, true. It's gonna hurt because it's not gonna gain anything from holiday sales. And on top of that, like, within a month, they announced a new game. I think that does hurt it a little bit. But I guess it shows that how much maybe, I'm, I guess maybe it shows that maybe they didn't have a lot of faith in it. And it was basically like a re- an experimental release. I, I don't want to talk about this too much as well, because like, it, it's most, mostly speculative. But you also have to remember COVID was, was uh, happening around that time as well during the development. And so... I do wonder if they um, had kind of just put BDSP in the chamber as like a backup plan. Well, I think they did BDSP first because they were like, oh, let's do this because that came out for the holiday release. And then after the holidays was Legends Arceus. I wonder, though, if uh, Legends Arceus was supposed to come out um, or BDSP was supposed to come out um, Christmas of instead of 20. That was uh, so Legends Arceus came out January 2022. uh, So Christmas 2021 was um bdsp but because of covid i wonder if bdsp was actually supposed to be a november 2020 release and legends rcs was supposed to be a november 2021 release i i don't know if that's what they did they didn't do that they obviously didn't do that this year but the dlc was also rolled out a little bit slower this time uh and honestly the dlc for scarlet and violet was way better anyways just to get us you know to wrap us back on topic and move kind of forward with it so one one thought is there will be something black and white related Yes. Something in Unova. I think that's the most likely option, just because we've seen so many ties over to Unova within the games and whatnot. Whether that's a whether that's a remake, a a, a, a sequel, or a trio. Uh, we we have seen we have seen a lot of Unova hints, but I think we've also seen like a lot of Johto esque hints as well. Yes. So that brings me to the next thing, which is let's go Johto. Yeah, that's my next thing as well. Uh, I don't think let's go. I think is poop, and I think they recognize that. Okay. Oh, I, I I'm just saying. I don't think it's let's go. But like they're not just they're not just going to remake. They did with Kanto. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but they did that in the let's go style. So every remake of Kanto has been slightly different than the first. What what's one of the most like uh like heavily praised Pokémon games right now though? It's Heart Gold Soul Silver. I don't see why you just don't go to Ilka who already took the Gen 4 engine and made a new game out of it and you go, "Hey, here's this here's this other Gen 4 game." Yeah, but do we really want more chibi style Pokemon games? I do not care about it. I do not care. I actually like it. It's fine. Funny, and granted, I've seen a bunch of people hacking. That that was the, the least of the BD uh, SP's problem was its uh, style. Yeah. Well, so, and the game engine looked like the battle engine for BDSP actually looks really good because I've seen some, pe- I've seen what some people do in like importing. I was like, all right, I've built some models and I imported it into the game, and they look incredible. 
They are amazing. The BDSP is a very pretty game. The only problem with BDSP was that, it, I mean, it, it was just a direct port for the most part. But I think a direct port of Heart Gold Soul Silver is so easy and perfect. I I think I think that is a like if they're gonna if they want to do something one I think that's a very good option it's a direct port Heart Gold Soul Silver I also think it's a very easy thing to go ahead you know make a Johto remake of some sort but I I think if you do it I think you should tie in like a Legends Johto right like Legends Ho Legends Lugia uh, Ho and Lugia are far overdue and deserve something I think they're the only box art Legends without you know something yeah dedicated to them. Yeah, with some, without something. Because, like, Mewtwo's got Megas, and... I don't want them to ruin what was... Like, what would they add, though? Because the big difference with BDSP is the whole Underground got remade. What would they do with, you know, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, besides the moving Safari Zone? Why do you have to add anything? It's such a good game. I know, but, like, you want to main... Like, you want to build it up and make it a little bit better than it was. Those games are, again, like, 14 years old at this point. I know, and I still want... Th- there's always ways to make things better. I I don't know. Like that's on them. It's not on me to discover figure that out. I Dude, this I, is I our wishlist episode. This is what I want. If we're gonna do it, I want it to be done. You know, all I want, all I require and desire is for Heart Gold Soul Silver again. I would play through that so badly. I would play through it once. I would probably play through it more than once. I now what they could do is they could you know actually let you put more Pokemon in than the original 493 or whatever, but um, which I also think is an issue with uh, trying to directly import BD or black and white because black and white's going to have 649 Pokemon, which is almost as many Pokemon as are in Scarlet and Violet, by the way. And I, I think if you have that, it, it's going to cause an issue. I do I do think there's a chance, though, that we just get like straight Harkoltz or Silver Port. Maybe they add something. I don't know what they add. I, I don't care because I don't require that for this game. See, I would love to have something else. Granted, am, am I still going to, you know, play through the whole thing and stream the whole thing? Probably. Absolutely. Like, there is not a doubt in my mind that that won't happen. But, like, I I don't know. After playing through a bunch of the old games, it's like, I want a little bit more. Like, I don't want to just go back and play the same game. If it's new models, but it's the same game, that doesn't feel right to me. I want there to be something different. At least with BDSP, I spent hours in the underground. Because I thought that was, I still love the underground. Uh, maybe they'll do something similar to that. Maybe they'll do something similar. I don't know. I That's what I'm saying. I need something that's updated or different or whatnot. I would love to have something updated. Now, imagine this. He, all right. Here's my crazy thought. Bug catching contest, but it's in the Let's Go style. Oh, please no. I hate Let's Go. The Let's Go play style is so garbage. <sighs> or, you know, uh, even if they took what they did with Scarlet and Violet, where you... There's no grass encounters. Pokemon are just around, and you can pick and choose your routes. That would be enough of a change for me to be happy. Sure. Maybe that's what happens. I don't know. I Like I said, I don't care. I but Remember that, yeah, remember that Hard Gold and Soul Silver does have two regions. Yeah. So there's plenty to explore there and what they can add in either Johto or Kanto. And maybe they revise Kanto in some way, because the Kanto we got in Hard Gold, Soul Silver and in... Uh, the original gold and silver were very were very much dumbed down just so they could fit more in. So maybe they do a whole Kanto in it. Yeah, we get full Kanto, you know. Now that would be worthwhile. Keep Johto the same, and Kanto is now you know a little fresher or something, or even even something as simple as adding in all of the Pokemon. That's not happening. I I know, but like it's a lot e- it's a lot easier in the two D in that style than it is in the other style. But like it's the same style as Sword and Shield. <laughs> Either like revamp, like or like rematch teams. Like 
I think when you play through the normal game of uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver, you can't fight the gym leaders again. Yes, you can. You can? Yes. Done. Or maybe you update their team so they're better. Heart Gold Soul Silver is like the perfect Pokemon game. Like It, it has like everything. I'm trying. I'm trying here. <laughs> you're like you're like trying to add on to perfection. It's uh, <laughs> you're no. Sparkles of Silver is not the perfect Pokemon game because the grinding sucks. Levels are off. It is the perfect Pokemon. Uh, you're just playing it wrong. <laughs> I am not. Anyways, yeah, I think I think some sort of Johto uh, callback is the second most likely. I think there is a third more likely option or a third likely option. I agree. There's also a third likely. Option. There is also a fourth. There's a, yes. I, I have four. Um, I think I think third um, is a potential uh, is a potential. Oh, these are probably tied because I think they're both kind of far out there because like the other two, one of those two is probably what's happening. There's going to be a Johto callback or a Unova callback. Um, I do think there's a chance for some kind of like Scarlet and Violet 2. Mm. Oh, so you're thinking a brand new mainline game. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, some uh, granted DLC kind of fixes that thing that a little bit, but. I wouldn't be surprised if there is some more, like, another adventure in Paldea, right? Uh, another DLC. Essentially another DLC, maybe, probably something a little bit grander, right? I mean, another deal, set of DLC would be great. Or Scarlet and Violet 2, a new game entirely. But I, I think something like that is just as possible. I think that's 2025. Uh, no, 2025 is Gen 10. Uh, like, that's Gen 10. That is just the schedule they are on. Uh, 2025 is Gen 10. Yes, th- Okay. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a DLC pack, too, or if they were just, you know, uh, something else with Paldea. I don't know. I, I think I think also, though, in that same vein, because I, I think that's a boring option, honestly, it's just more Paldea. The Pokemon company has stated that they are, they this year, they want to do more things that'll keep Pokemon relevant for the next hundred years or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see that. In in my mind, that tells me one of two things. One, there's going to be a brand new spinoff game. Oh, no, 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 no. I, we're not on spinoffs yet. We're not on spinoffs yet. Let me finish my main line and then we can talk about spinoffs. <laughs> we can talk about spinoffs. Okay. 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 Uh, the, the last thing I think for main line, uh, is, uh, is very potential, is a very fun idea of, uh, hmm. I think there could be either, you know, a Kalos remake, which would kind of be out of left field. I, I don't see that. Uh, but even, you know, just something with Kalos. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if something Kalos happened and, uh, a little bit of my evidence comes from they did this. Uh, they kind of they kind of telegraphed BDSP in the Sword and Shield DLC uh, based on what they brought back and what they didn't bring back. Mm-hmm. Kalos is I, I bring up Kalos for the sim- same reasons because if you look at the legendaries that have come back in Scarlet and Violet and the legendaries that they left out, they're not catchable. Um, the only ones that they're really missing are Yvelto and Xerneas. And then on top of on top of that, there's that list of like. Uh, six of uh, six Pokemon that aren't available on Switch. Yes, uh, that is uh that that list is Patrat, Watchog, Pansage, Simisage, Pansier, the, the Monkey Line. I believe Furfru and Furfru, who is not in a Black and White remake. You, you, all those other Pokemon are also available in X and Y. So I wouldn't be. Well, are we also missing Deoxys or no? No, Deoxys is available in uh, Scarlet and Violet right now. Um, you you can transfer it in. Uh, I think it's very, very, very interesting. Uh, also, Deoxys was available in B- you could transfer it in BDSP. Um, so, um, so uh, it was. It, it's very, it's very, very, very interesting uh, to me that those are what's left, and we skipped, we skipped uh, Xerneas and Yveltal. Um, I think there is a chance that we could see something like a. Ka- I don't want to say Kalos remake because Kalos remake makes me feel old and bad. 
<laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's something with Kalos that's involved. Uh, like, if that happened, I'd be like, oh, man, uh, that's kind of sick. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset that we missed out on anything, but I think that would be a cool game to get a remake of or, you know, a Legends game or whatever else they want to make. I don't know if we need a remake of X and Y yet. Uh, you can say that. I don't think we need a remake of Black and White yet either, but here we are talking about one. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think most remakes are kind of unnecessary, especially at the speed that they come out. Yeah, they just need to release them all in the virtual console and get it over with. Honestly, honestly, that's what I was going to talk about as well as a possibility for Pokemon Day, is they find they finally give us Pokemon on Nintendo Switch Online. I'm so peeved by that, especially with the 3DS eShop getting shut down. Yeah. I I really, really want, uh, at, like, at the end of the day, I would love for them to give us Virtual Console for at least Gens 1 through 3 with Pokemon Home compatibility. Yes. I'm dying to play. Like, I would set myself on a mission to go through every gen if they release the gens and have, like, yeah, I want to start in Gen 1 in yeah. uh, Red and Blue and take those Pokemon, move them to yeah, Johto, rinse and repeat, take those Pokemon, move them, and then have, you know, badges and uh, the the medals and ribbons for all those versions. I, I think that I think they just need to do it at some point, especially with how they have been telegraphing that Bank is going to get shut down eventually. I, I think it's something that definitely needs to happen. Yes. Now, here's an idea that we haven't discussed, and I haven't heard anything that, that might be this might be the case, but why not? Uh, another stadium slash revolution or whatever. So, all right, so, so are we going to spinoffs? Are we in the spinoff area? No, no, this is this is this is this is the spinoffs because I, this was on my list too, Shishiro. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this was on my list. So when I think spinoff, my mind immediately goes to all right. They're either going, they're not going to just port over one of the old spinoff games. I mean, they could. And granted, I would love it if they brought back XD and Coliseum and whatnot. But what I think is more likely is they're either going to create a brand new spinoff game or they're going to do a newer version of it. And if they're going to do a newer version of any spinoff game, the one that's been hyped up the most and people want is Battle Revolution Super or Deluxe or Plus or all the words. Battle Revolution slash. I, I think you I think you do better with the Pokemon Stadium branding than Pokemon Battle Revolution, if that makes sense. Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just stating like that, like Battler. Like, Pokemon Battle Revolution would have probably done better if ba- Pokemon Battle Revolution would have been called Pokemon Stadium 3. Or Stadium Revolution or something, anything. Yeah, or Pokemon Stadium Revolution. That's actually a very good name. Uh, that, well, Claude, we should work for them. Yes, we should. <laughs> but because, like, I, I think you, I, I, this is something I think, if you look at the Pokemon spinoffs that they've kind of, like, rebirthed recently... Mm-hmm. Um, like they rebirthed Mystery Dungeon, which is very acclaimed. They rebirthed uh, Pokemon Snap with new Pokemon Snap, which I think was actually a pretty good spinoff game. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I really think that if they're, I, I, we're about due for them to try to do something nuts like that again. Um, and I think Pokemon Stadium, you know, X or whatever Pokemon Stadium, uh, new, yes, uh, is is what we're looking for. And honestly, I think it's something you could do where you could. You could just combine it with Pokemon Home. Exactly. So you can transfer in your old Pokemon, play with them in this battle thing. This fixes the Dexit problem. This this fixes the Dexit program problem. You know what I mean? So I I, I think it's a, I think it's a huge win. And that, and that's the thing is you don't have to. And the thing is you the only thing is you'd have to have all the Pokemon in the game. 
And agreed, that's all you have to do. There's no real story. Your story can be as loose as it was before, where it's, oh, we're going to battle these things, or here's your it's mini a, game. It's a model de- deposit. Like, you literally just take the models from, uh, you take the models from Scarlet and Violet, and you finish getting the rest of the models done. You don't even need to have all the walking on, you don't have the walking animations done like they have now for all of them. You could just put the battle animations in, and I think you're fine. And then all you have to do is just go off of what you did in Revo- Revolution, where it's, all right, here are the 10 different cups that you can compete in. And here are either the rental teams they'll give you, or you can import your own. And it's, you get, you can use all the major things. You can have battle spot singles. You can have BGC. You can have full six on six. You can do little cup like they did. You can do weather. Like you, you can, I'm just going off of the things that Battle Revolution had for cups. And it's like, all right, well, and you can change it. You can have online compatibility. You can have all the cool stadiums. You can have cool designs for characters. It gives you a new way to play the game. The the only problem with online compatibility, I think they know that would kind of be eating into their mainline game, which is probably the reason not to do it. Because before it made sense, right? Like we had Pokemon Battle Revolution on the Wii because the games were still on 3DS. Um, it was also still novel back then for our Pokemon to be in 3D. Uh, now that's not so much the case. Because in all honesty, if they're just gonna if they're just gonna put all the Pokemon in it anyway, why weren't all the Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet, right? It doesn't make any sense. I just think it will be a more concise way of battling. I kind of agree. As as long as they, as long as like the hack checks are good, you know what I mean. I mean, it would be amazing if they do a stadium like game where they then set events on, uh, and the rule, you know, the the anti cheat rules are more stricter there, and it becomes like if you want to participate in the big tur- uh, I don't know, uh, tournaments or something like that this new stadium is the way to go you can't catch pokemon there right you have to use your other games or use rental but it, this is the main battling way, way to do i i don't know i i just don't see them doing it because i feel like it feels like a lot of work for a lot of nothing but i mean i want this i'm not gonna say i don't want this but who doesn't uh right uh, like i i want this i just don't see them doing it I, I don't know. I, there just needs to be there does need to be something with which is Battle Tower esque, right? Because they don't even have that in Scarlet and Violet. There's no battle facility. Exactly. So they're that's what they're missing right now. Yes. Yes. They they I wouldn't be so. I would really like actually like a like a, a not really a spinoff, but like another game where I can transfer things in and do it. I, and I think it'd be really good, honestly, because then you don't need to. You can solve the whole problem of needing a Nintendo Switch for a lot of people. Uh, to some extent, because you could, well, you could just like bring your phone with Pokemon Home on it and like connect your Pokemon Home to another person's Switch. Yep. And you could battle that way on the same console. Right. I, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of ways where you could just like reduce, you know, the number of Switches re- necessary to bring your Pokemon. So the other thing I will say is you do have, there are other spin off games that they have done in the past that they could, you know, my my pipe dream and wish list would always be to get a Pokemon like XD Gale of Darkness two or a, another one of that realm because yeah that's not happening it's not no it's not gonna happen but it's a wish list the other thing is I think they can do a brand new spin off game I think that's also very likely it's like, all right we're gonna do this new type of game and that's gonna be our thing because they want to do something new that's gonna keep Pokemon relevant that's what they have said in the media uh it was a different quote than I think you're misquoting it slightly um. Sure, and I don't care how I'm misquoting it, but that's how I'm interpreting it. Well, I I care because I think your interpretation hinges on how you're quoting it. That's fine. Which I I well, it's fine for you, but I don't know that I I want to give that kind of misinformation to the people listening to the show. 
Well, fine. They don't have to take... They can take my words with a grain of salt, for all I care. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and find the quote, but... Sure, I'll keep talking while you do that. Uh, and I'll keep reeling you back. <laughs> so, I, I think they're, they might just do something brand new. Because, you know, they have tried different spinoff games in the past. Some have worked, some have not. Some are hidden gems, like Pokemon Conquest, and some are not, like Pokemon Ranger. Pokemon Pokemon Ranger, I think, could could work in if you change the uh, if you change it if you change the entirety of it and how you do it and <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so so I'm gonna I'm gonna read the uh, I'm gonna read the quote I found it this was also from like November this wasn't very recent at all two months ago plenty relevant. Uh, two, yeah, two months ago, but regardless of whether we publicly respond, we're always paying very close attention to the feedback and conversation happening in the communities. There are certain aspects where we always, we can't always be 100% aligned with what part of the community are asking for and what we want to provide, but we do with this with the desire to keep Pokemon going for a very long time, and I believe that the fans and players are aligned with us in that respect. That was the quote. Yes, they want to keep it going, and the way to keep it going is to keep things fresh. You can't just rinse and repeat the same But they didn't say anything about keeping it fresh. They didn't say anything about keeping it fresh. No, but this is this is this is me saying that. <laughs> they yeah, but I'm I you did not say that originally, which is what I'm pushing back on. You can misquote me or I can misquote whatever it is. Doesn't matter. I still am going to stand on this ground. Yeah, it does. No, it does matter when you misquote things. You can't say when you misquote things it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does matter. To me, it doesn't matter. That's fine, but you are not the objective center of the universe. <laughs> no, but I am going off of what I think is going to happen. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just trying to... I'm giving my opinion. I'm also trying to push back... So Pokemon games. Yeah, and give it more realistic expectations, that's all. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to also make them somewhat realistic, that's all. You're right, and my thought is, if they want to keep Pokemon going for a long time, as they have said correctly, then... They would be. They would do that best by keeping things fresh, rather than re rinsing, recycling, and repeating the same things because that will get tiring over time. Would be to create something new. Have you seen the past twenty five years of Pokemon? <laughs> I have. I don't think that will survive. They. they well, I've caught. I've caught a Pikachu. I mean, no. The gameplay is just actually done very well. There's. There's actually a. Uh, there's a. There's a video about this. Um, from like old YouTube, like two thousand seven um i forget his name oh my gosh he did he used to do a bunch of like lego stop motion videos and somebody was uh getting on him for playing pokemon constantly uh when he was calling them out for playing halo 3 or whatever mm -hmm. whatever whatever the hype game was in 2007 he's just like how are you playing the same game and they're just like you're just playing the same game and he goes on this huge rant about how pokemon is the master of a genre and that's that is how i feel actually uh uh that is how i feel oh no it is and like and granted, I still play it, and I love keep playing it, and I will play it for a long time, but I, I always do something different every time I try and play it. I'm not playing the same type of thing every single time. Uh, I mean, at the core of it, we kind of are, aren't we? Like, Oh, the core is, but like, I'm not running through like Gen 4 with the same six Pokemon over and over and over again. Well, no, I think I think that's the magic of Pokemon, is that you don't get, you don't, like, you can play it in a bajillion different ways, right? Like, I think that's kind of the magic of Pokemon. Um, which I'm, I'm not sure that they quite understand sometimes. I think that's, that's the secret to a Pokemon game is repeatability. The more you can repeat. Yeah. Replayability. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Replay the game and whatnot, the better the game does. And that's. I, I agree with you. 
you know, and like I'm finding it harder to do that with a lot of the main, the new main series games because oh, they're adding these DLCs. I don't feel like I can go back and replay it because I have to redo all this other work again and whatnot. And they make you know, you are kind of correct in that in that regard. I I to be fair though, I'd much rather have the DLC than have. Uh, I mean, it's a hard problem to solve. I I would much rather have the DLC than have than. And granted, I could. I could replay the game again because Switch gives you multiple profiles. So there, there is that option. Just, I just thought of that. I'm like, I, I agree with you. We're on the same page. Uh, but that's why I'm saying is if you, I think if they do a brand new type of Pokemon game and I, and the reason where I, what I was trying to get to before is they started this with the sync machine where you, where you were playing as the Pokemon. Yes. For a little bit. I think there is a way to do more of a game like that. They did do that. Yes, Mystery Dungeon. No, 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 no. They did. This game exists. There's two of them actually. You talking Pokemon or? I'm talking. I'm talking Pokey Park Wii and Pokey Park Wii Two. <laughs> okay, and maybe they do more than that and make a new spinoff. If they can make like a not like childish version of that, I think it could work. Yeah, that's where I was trying to get to. Is I think like they have put in place various different things they can do. And I, I think by doing something new and fun, it would get more people in and keep people around and whatnot. The, the problem is, the problem is typically like spinoff games. One aren't made by Game Freak themselves, right? It's usually the Pokemon company doing it. Now, imagine how well a Pokemon like party would be. I, I do agree with you. I, I do agree with you. Pokemon party. I, I have vouched for this before, like just the mini games for Pokemon Stadium. Well, not even that. Like, you make a whole, like, you think, I think like Mario Party, but now you just, you know, replace it with Pokemon, different Pokemon, and you're playing. I agree. I agree. Something like that would sell ridiculously well. It gives you repeatability because it's, you know, a various different games over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that where you're doing each level is based on a different gym leader or something like that. And like, you can make a loose story that can go through it, but like, Something simple like that works very well, and it's a, it would be a new game for Pokemon. Uh, kind of, but yes, I I know I, I agree with you. That's a good idea. I agree with you because uh, I mean the mini games from Pokemon Stadium are some of like the best parts of Pokemon Stadium, right? And I don't see why you just don't do Pokemon Party or just a Pokemon mini game collection like that, where you just make up a bunch of mini games that you can just play and and have fun. I, it's even better, like Pokemon Stadium too, like knocked out of the park where they let you bring your Pokemon into the mini games, which I think is great. And to think, like, they even experimented for a long time with Pokemon Rumble. That's something we haven't talked about, is imagine a new Rumble game on the Switch. I feel like they killed that off somehow, but I... I think they did too, but, like, I'm just saying, like, they have done these different types of Pokemon games every couple of years, and I think they might give us a brand new one. I also believe that we will get some kind of garbage shovelware, kind of like Pokemon Cafe Remix or something. Pokemon Trozy too. Okay, I would get behind Pokemon Shuffle or Pokemon Troze. Pokemon Shuffle existed and died. Pokemon Shuffle existed for a very long time. I know, and then died. I played it in college. I played it too. <laughs> the game that I'm really upset died was uh, Pokemon Duel or whatever it was called. Yeah, Pokemon Duel Links or whatever it was. It wasn't Duel Links. You're thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I thought it, I always called it Pokemon Duel Links. Pokemon du- Pokemon Duel was actually really good. I actually really liked Pokemon Duel because it was literally the Pokemon trading figure game. Yeah. That like got discontinued and they put it out on the phone. I would love to see I would love to see Pokemon Duel come back. I would love to see it. Uh even I would love to see the Pokemon trading figure game come back. 
I would love a trading card game game. Yes. Yes. I, you know what they should do is they should do, they should give us like the mother, the mother treatment, uh, where they translated mother for, uh, the fans that wanted it. They should translate, uh, the second Pokemon TCG game that came out on Game Boy. Like I would, I would be behind that. I would be behind that. It was great. Great. And there, there is a, uh, I think a, a ROM that does translate it for you. I also wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised actually, like if we got like a proper Pokemon TCG game though, either. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, with that Path to the Peak series that came out this year, that would be super fun. No, they're hyping it up kind of because there's actually a uh, there's a promo card that's associated with that. I have it, the Oddish. Yeah, the Oddish. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know they they did something along the lines of like the Pokemon that the Path to the Peak series, right? And, and that's just a, like and granted, you get a limited amount of cards and you just have to play, you know. That, that's the way to do it, is you limit how many cards you have, make it not a super overpowered format, and, you know. You just, you just make it, you make it standard, but then you add in, like, card, you just, I think what you do, we might have to wait probably a year or something for this, but you wait until we mostly have, um, uh, standard, standard Pokemon cards, or standard rotation is mostly just Scarlet Violet cards, then you throw in some extra, you throw in some extra cards that are, like, game specific, and you, man, I, I'm such a sucker for like packing extras too. Uh, in games like remember when you got the original Pokemon TCG game and you'd get the Meowth, yeah. And then even like when you bought Yu-Gi-Oh games, you'd get like special Yu-Gi-Oh cards from the games. Yeah, I recently sold a bunch of those off because they were some of them were worth something. Yeah, I know because they're like promos. And they made like one print of it, and that's it. Yeah, I know it was great. But like, I'd just be super into that. I don't know, like that. That's where I'm looking at with this. So it's like you, you can easily do a Pokemon trading card game thing. And it's like, all right, cool. It's just going to be like, even if you just took base Scarlet Violet set and then you had just extras on top of it, and like you, you get you get a random mini like it, or how you get like a little like each deck is like one of the starters. You can even go with that from Paldea, and you have a choice of those three starter decks or something like that. And you can play off of that. And it teaches you the game while you play through. It. I think something like that would work and get more people involved. Or um. I'm trying to think of other fun things that Pokemon can do nowadays. I mean, I think I think an idea of a TCG game, especially with like how much that game is growing currently as well. I think it would be a good idea. It, it's it's honestly it it is a good idea, and we are at about that time when they should be able to do it. Uh, because the Pokemon TCG really started picking up once like in person play started again. Um, which was about a little over a year ago now, right? It was about two years ago. Um, and that's enough time to develop a game and like give us something cool. Um, give us Ronald again. Like, let's fight Ronald. Bring him back. It, like, oh, no, no. You you play, like, Ronald's, like, the dad of, like, your rival. And that's what I want. Uh, I, I want to go to the tournaments with the obnoxious parents. I think that's all that I can think of at the moment before we turn this into a three-hour episode of us just yelling at each other about different things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more fun when we yell at each other, though. <laughs> like, I I don't want people to think that you and I are mad at each other when we yell at each other, because we're not, because this is just me and Claude talking. <laughs> I, I, I just want to, you know, like, in my mind, nothing matters. We're just having fun. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just talking. We are just talking Pokemon, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I've gotten most everything out. Like, the only thing I can think of is maybe they give us, like, a proper new Mystery Dungeon. Like, I, I think that's possible. If we're going to mention the Mystery Dungeon, I want more than just a go through the dungeon 20 times on a single plane. And it's all the same thing, but it's randomized, and it's incredibly repetitive. I want there to be more than just that. 
I really want to like those mystery dungeon games. I've never been able to get into them. They're okay. they're okay. Um, like I I've played I played through Mystery Dungeon DX, but not like only through the main story. And I didn't do all the extra stuff because um, in Mystery Dungeon DX, much of the content is just stuck in the post game. Like I would, I would say, like you play if you play just through the story of Mystery Dungeon DX, you've probably only played like thirty or forty percent of the actual game. You know, you know what I miss and I want back, and I would be thrilled. I would. This is why I'd be okay now with a Heart Gold Soul Silver remake, the Pocathlon. Just port it over. I'm thrilled. I forgot about that. No, that's what I want. I want that with online capability, so we can like have four people playing in the in the. There you go. There's your add-on at the same time. Great. There's your Done. add-on. All right, I'm sold. <laughs> we just we just fixed we fixed uh the perf- perfect game for claude yeah <laughs> all right well this is uh this has been a topic please let us know what you uh would love to see from pokemon in 2024 we would love to hear from you guys uh of course we'll probably have uh, another episode before pokemon day where we kind of like lock in our predictions but i think this has been a lot of fun yeah yeah so we are gonna go ahead and uh kick it on over then guys to our pokemon of the episode We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 1021, Raging Bolt, the Paradox Pokemon. It's Violet, Pokedex entry says. It... Bears resemblance to a Pokemon that became a hot topic for a short while after a paranormal magazine touted as the Raikou's ancestor. You read the wrong one, Jujiro. <laughs> I picked the wrong one. Okay, okay. It's fine. The it's Scarlet fine. Dex. <laughs> the Scarlet says it is short. It's set to incinerate everything around it and with lightning lunge from its fur, while very little is known about this creature. Raging they, Bolt. They did oh, a go great ahead. job, I think, with with the paradox. Oh yeah. Dog tree or dog beast tree. Yes, like, yes, I, hate I the think fact so. That they, they're making the Scarlet so much more worth it than Violet. No, yeah, no, they look I, so I, much yeah. cooler. I think. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think. I don't know. I don't know how past Paradox Pokemon are just like have just been like kind of bangers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hate that it's very one sided than that. But yes, it is. <laughs> Do I regret getting Violet? Yes. <laughs> I can. I can survive. Well. I mean, Raging Bolt's really cool. I, I remember when it was launched and everybody was, like, really upset that they ruined Raikou. And I'm like, I don't know. This looks kind of cool, guys. <laughs> I think it's Raikou better. still exists, people. Raikou's still there. It doesn't ruin anything. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's additional. Raikou's still there. It's not like this is a Raikou <laughs> right. evolution or something, right? Right. It's a better Raikou. Yeah, like, honestly, it kind of yeah. is. Uh, it kind of is. weaknesses and whatnot, but still. Yeah. It's um, based on a Brontosaurus, which it, is it, one of my favorite uh, yeah. dinosaurs of all time. Fun fact, uh, I do love it because the Brontosaurus is known as the Thunder Lizard. Oh my gosh. So it makes total sense that they made Raikou a Brontosaurus if they were going to make them yeah. dinosaurs. They so, also made it uh, a pretty good Pokemon, like 125 yeah. HP, 73 attack, 91 defense, 137 special attack. 89 special defense, 75 speed. Like, this and is not its, bad. And it has its own unique move, which is super yeah. cool. Yeah! Thunderclap, which uh, is like, is like, if you're going to use priority, I'm going to go first and I'm going to priority you to death. Yes. Yep. Love that. I love so, it, actually. It, it's it, really, it's, it's really fun for VGC. But yep. let me tell you that the, um, it does for someone, uh, when I read it the first time, I got really confused because it says the move fails if the target is not ready in an attack. I thought that meant that it would only hit if people were doing like hyper beam or solar beam. 
Mm, Make it sound that way, but it's priorities, right? Yeah, yeah. It has to be. They have to be using a priority attack. Got it. Okay, not much better. (laughs) But like, if you're playing against like a tornado or something in VGC, it's almost always using a priority attack. Or even yes. So that that's like so there is a VGC trio of tornadoes, whimsicott, and raging bolt because whimsicott beats raging bolt, raging bolt beats tornadoes, and tornadoes beats whimsicott. And it's just a matter mm-hmm. of like awesome. figuring out the pattern of what you want to do there and whatnot. Um, but they did, they all, uh, before we get into the VGC part of it, they did make a TCG card. Or they just released well, it. Well, it's not out yet. It's, it's coming out in the next set in Japan, which is going to be our next set in like March or April. With um, our rotation well, and whatnot. But. Yeah, it, it is, it is the first H block set. So it is going to rotate out, um, E block. Uh, no more battle VIP pass. Could you? Could you go over the card? Because yes. I'm trying to pull Absolutely. it up. But yeah, yeah, this is, so is, it is yeah, yeah. Raging ahead, Bolt Claude. EX. It's 240 HP dragon type ancient Pokemon. Uh, it's first attack for one colorless. Discard your hand and draw six. Not terrible cool. if you're going first or second. And have it back. No, not at all. Um, and That's then it's, great. But it's yeah. really here for its second attack, which is yes. one electric, one fighting. Uh, huge body advent, which is 7DX. Uh, you may discard any amount of basic energy from your Pokemon. This t- attack does 70 damage for each card you discard in this way. It's it also says, it, it also says your, your, po- yeah, it is just Chien Pao. You're correct. It's, yeah, it's Chien, Chien Pao, Pao, but it's 70 and it costs two different colors to attack. So it has potential to be very good as three three cost, which is kind of bad, but like there's plenty you can do with this. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it could very well work. Uh, it could work. It could also fail. We don't know yet. No, no. But I think it's. I think it's. It's going to be. It's going to be as met as I think the amazing Rayquaza was. Um, in uh, in D Block, um, when they had all the amazing rares, the Rayquaza did something very similar to this, except it was ADX, I believe. And it was. It cost uh, three to attack, though. It did cost three different energies because I think it was. It was like lightning, and it had fighting, to be energy and grass. On him. It had to be. I think all yes. the energy had to be on the yes. Rayquaza versus yeah. on any of your Pokemon. So. Yes, you are correct. You are correct. So, so I, yeah, that's it. I don't want to take up this topic with that, but it was just recently revealed, and it looks cool. So there's thoughts. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people uh, speculating. I think right now it's still a little too early to try to start deck building for pre-rotation anyway, because like we just keep getting new cards trickled in for this ne- next set, and like like one of the cards that probably changes the game entirely just got announced too, which was the uh, the super cool Poffin card, the Buddy Poffins. Was that what it was called? Something like that. Um, but it, it's essentially the replacement for VIP pass because battle VIP pass is rotating. For those of you who are unaware of battle VIP pass, that allows you to pull any two basic Pokemon from your deck and put them on your bench, but it only works on your first turn. Um, but that would let you pull like two EXs out of your deck and just slap them on your bench. Buddy Poffin now uh, works all the time, but it only allows you to grab basic Pokemon with 70 HP or less. Uh, which balances the format, I think, fantastically. So, I I actually really love that card design. So yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, Raging Bolt is exciting. I I think it's one of the cooler Paradox Pokemon. And yes, oh, it's so cool. Uh, it's so cool. I love that Storm Clouds are on its neck too. Actually, yes, yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. They did such a good job with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they messed it up, but like they didn't mess it up. They this is like. Everybody was complaining, and I don't see why. It yeah. looks so fine. No, that's what the internet does. They were just so upset. They're like, "Why they do Raikou bad? I think he's just. I think he's fine. I think they. I think yeah. they made him good. I think they improved him. 
I don't well, think they stop it. Don't don't say that. I think they are, I think they are both equally cool. <laughs> I think they are both equally cool. But Electric Dragon's also. I kind mean, of a weird they're type, both though. just worse Jolteon, so it's fine. I, oh, t- uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! You, you just broke my brain there a little bit, Yushiro. Okay. Uh, we're gonna try something a little bit different today. Instead of giving you guys a team uh, to use Raging Bolton, right now it's actually pretty prevalent in re- re- uh, Regulation F VGC. Yep. Um, so Claude went ahead and pulled together a few. Uh, a few cores that it's actually really good in. Um, it, it, I've been playing around with it throughout the week as well on Showdown just to kind of get a feel for it. Um, and I don't know. I, I think it's very good. I, th- I really like it, especially with the number of tornadoes that there are right now in the format. Um, it's kind of fun to run. And honestly, I think you could build probably almost the essentially like a chalk right now with it. Um, yes. So there are, I'm, I'm just pulling up statistics from a lot of different F regulation tournaments that I've seen yeah. and just looking at the pairs for it. So, there are two big cores I've seen with the, or I guess three, with Raging Bolt. One is Urshifu Rapid Strike. Because Urshifu takes care of all the things that Raging Bolt does not like. Yes. For the most part. Being Lando, uh, what else doesn't it like? Any other ground type? Anything that can resist, uh. Yep. Oh, I That's think, true. like, uh, Registeel's annoying for it, so you have a fighting type for that. Anything that can take the electric and dragon hits that it wants to do. Um, Urshifu Rapid Strike's been a good pair for it. I've also mm-hmm. seen a lot of Rillaboom and or Ogre Pond being paired with it. The two grass types that matter in this yes. pretty much. Yes. Uh, for uh, Ogre Pond, are you, are, you, are you specifically bringing up uh, Ogre Pond, like water. Wellspring? Yes, yeah, Wellspring yeah, yeah, yeah. Ogre Pond. The only Ogre Pond that matters. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes, yes. You, you are not incorrect. <laughs> so, I, I, you, I've seen people run with like Ogre Pond, Wellspring, and... Uh, Incineroar, I've seen Incineroar and Rillaboom, I've seen Landorus and Ogre Pond, uh, but th- there's a lot that goes into, like, there's a lot of varying different things. Um, one of the big winners, or some of the, a team that did really well had Incineroar, Rillaboom, Rapid Strike, and Raging Bolt, plus two others that can, you know, come and go. The other one was an Ogre Pond, uh, it was just Ogre Pond, Landorus, Therian, and Raging Bolt. Uh, the big thing is having Intimidate and a Grass type. Because the grass mm-hmm. types are hard to are harder for Raging Bolt to break through, so you want to usually pair it with something you know, that can help with that. In most cases, you have either Incineroar that can potentially do it, but a lot of times you still need some other firepower or ice power. Uh, Chen Pao is a good pairing for it because it just hits very offensively, especially with the Terra Stellar type. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of Entei's do really really well right now in the format. They actually Entei's doing really well. I think it's yeah. like tip, uh, yeah, Entei's doing fantastic. And Tay looks really strong with, you know, just Assault Vest. Inner Focus is really good. Inner Focus buff was the best thing that ever happened. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, I will say, like, I mean, you just need to find answers for Lando. Both Lando T and Lando I are very good in this current format. I think Lando mm-hmm. I is... Under- I think Lando I is actually better than Lando T right now. I it, it, it like They split a lot of things. I'm seeing some more Lando I from this one tournament, but like I see a Lando T that did the best overall, so it's it's odd. You never know. Um, I, That's just my you know, opinion. It all varies. It's I think Lando I is very good. So. I yeah, Lando I is certainly very good. I I think it. I think the question is whether which one which Lando is better. But I, I think it's, it's situational too. It depends. If you're running Incineroar, Lando I. If you're not running Incineroar, yep. Lando T. Yep. Yep. That is literally the split that I'm seeing is. You don't yep. run Incineroar and Lando T very often. 
You shouldn't. I I think double intimidate uh just doesn't have the oomph it used to uh with Urshifu and with inner focus buffs. Um I th- like inner focus or um uh intimidate just doesn't have the the firepower that it used to. Yeah. So and then you know you have Fluttermane still running around and I think most of the raging bolts that I'm seeing are either Terra Electric or they're Terra Grass. Terra Grass yeah. for the resist, right? Well, it's either Terra Grass for resisting earthquake, or it's Terra Electric to hit very, very hard. Yes, because it depends. It really depends if you're running a second, if you're running the Thunderbolt, because not all the raging bolts run Thunderbolt. No, though I right. think if you're running Thunderbolt, you want the Terra Electric because I think Terra Electric yes. Thunderbolt kills Incineroar, even Spideth yeah. Incineroar just dies. Oh wow! Yeah, because there's like a call mindset you can do as well, and um, uh, I'm seeing like, but the main you there are two moves that are on I think staple for all of that, and that's yes. thunderclap and protect. Yes, thunderclap and protect are always there, and then you, you get want to pick a dragon you, move. You either you pick your pulse or draco meteor. It depends on what your other pick your flavor. Yeah, and granted, there are some assault best uh, I'm seeing. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think AV would actually be pretty good on this. Yeah, uh, there are better things to put AV on. I think yes, for sure, for sure. But I, I think on like if you didn't work already running AV, I think this is a good candidate for one. Yep, uh, but there's a, it can do a lot, and it, it's the it's one of the new toy syndromes. I really yeah. like it with Ogre Pond because I like Ogre Pond a lot. I'm, I'm, Ogre Pond's good. Ogre Pond is good. I haven't played enough with Rillaboom to do well with it, but I do like Ogre Pond a lot. So mm-hmm. um, if I were to be running it right now, I'd probably run it with Ogre Pond, Incineroar, and. Maybe land a Y, maybe a Gen yeah. Pow and, you know, figure out something from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the number one item on the ladder right now uh, for, oh, I just lost it, for Raging Bolt, oh. I believe is, let me look at it real quick, let me so, pull it back up. The number one I'm item seeing, is Booster Energy followed by Assault Vest. So the other items that I'm seeing that are doing very well are Leftovers. Safety Goggles? Yeah, Leftovers. That's a lot goggles. of HP. Well, the the leftovers is just because it's big, big boy. Well, it, it's yeah. big and it's going to sit on the field for a while. Yeah, depending and on because if you're Terra Grass, you can mm-hmm. sit in front of most things and just take hits constantly. Yeah, as safety goggles, I think is if you're not Terra Grass for um, yeah for Amoongus. Yeah, mostly just for Amoongus. Uh, it's Amoongus and it and uh, I mean yeah, just Breloom that show up maybe. I don't yeah. know, like. <laughs> Toad's cruel, you know. Uh, um, I think it does it affect pollen puff too. Uh, it might. might. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. I, I feel like that. I feel like that's a usage thing that I've never had to worry about. Yep. <laughs> I'm but, gonna find yeah, out but, now, but yeah, I don't think it actually matters. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of options, and you know, there's a lot of very good teams at the moment. Like this format of regulation F. While yes, there is like a standard like three or four that are always there. There's it feels fun. Uh, it Great. it does not it does not st- prevent you from uh being effect- safety goggles do not prevent you from being affected by pollen puff, but right, cool. they do prevent you from being affected by uh rage powder as well. Oh, rage powder. That's mm. what that okay. yeah yeah rage powder is the more interesting to me that I for- <laughs> have forgotten about because yeah. I I just always think about spore and sleep powder. That's the old school in you. So, yeah, I know. There's a lot. I, I'm seeing a lot of Trick Room teams on the ladder right now. Yeah, uh, Trick Room historically just doesn't do well, well all the time. Like occasionally, one team will break through, but I would say the vast majority of teams are not Trick Room that like win regionals. 
Uh, I'm looking at one thing I found from one person did a little tour thing, and out mm-hmm. of the top eight, I think there were three trick room, three or four trick room teams. Or yeah, three. But how many people were in that? Like, what was the participation rate? Uh, that was a forty-seven. Let me go that's, to the other ones that are high. Yeah, that's not very high. Like, 47 is not a lot of people. Give me a second, and I'll find a higher one. How about 119? Or, sorry, let me go to the 248. <laughs> that's the one. Do that one. I'm into yeah, 248. 248 is a good good sample size. Uh, 248, Raging Bolt 1, with Rillaboom and Incineroar. Ogre, oh, Rillaboom, Incineroar, Ogre Pond, Lando Eye, Flutter Main. That's a... That seems that seems very reasonable. That was that's the team I've been working on. Actually, is something very similar to that. So there's a jump pluff team. I love that. There's a sun team. That's uh, cool. no, the jump pluff is the jump pluff. Joe Joe Ugarte. I have no idea. It says Pengi. Okay, never mind then. Um, out of the top eight, there is one trick, one potential trick room team. I'm not sure if it's trick room though. I think there might be. There's like bits and pieces of trick room mm-hmm. around. Um, I'm seeing a lot of Registeel though, because. If Registeel, yeah. if you if you can like beat a couple of the things that beat Registeel, Registeel can just iron defense and win. Yep, <laughs> with uh with the body press Heavy too. Slam, got, body got, press. Yep. Heavy slam body press. Exactly. Oh, yeah, th- there's wonderful. a lot of really interesting teams around right now. So mm-hmm. no, VGC is fun. So is uh so is Raging Bolt. But yeah, that is uh that is gonna be it for our Pokemon of the episode. Uh, I'm gonna kick oh, us on over. Did you want to go over EVs and how to build it all, or no? Absolutely not. Right now, we Great. will. We could do it later. We, maybe next time. We'll see if people want that. But uh, yeah, until then, we are gonna kick it on over, then, guys, to our mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. Mail. Welcome to our mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, a green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll give the green Taurus badge to anybody we deem worthy. Uh, this is the part of the show, the mailbag, where we read your emails and we discuss them, hopefully. Um, so we're going to go ahead and have some fun. Uh, last week, we asked you guys about your thoughts on the DLC. Next week, we want you to write in and let us know what you're hoping for from uh, Pokemon in 2024. So without further ado, we're going to jump right on into it. Our first email this week is going to come to us from Nerb. You've got this one, uh, Claude. Hey, Puckle Crew. I'm, I am really enjoying the new DLC, and it has me excited to come back to the game. I really like how they let you group up for barbecues. It, re- it gives my family a good reason to play together. My brother can join us from all the way in Japan, and my son really loves being able to game with his uncle in that way. I also look forward to playing with the others in Puckle Discord. Uh, we've actually had a couple of barbecue fun events. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. I also really enjoy the story. I like how they made Kieran a darker rival compared to recent games. I am not into competitive, but I do like how they made the Elite Four harder. I especially enjoyed Drayton's Challenge. Yes, and I think Drayton's challenge is underrated. I think that's the best one. That's like the I best agree. one. It forces you to go do something else and not just, you know, import your Pokemon. No, I love that it forced you to like just go get a new team. Like just go get a new team. I love it. Uh anyways, uh the item printer is also really cool. I love all the items that that it has gotten me and I and it gives me something to do with all the Pokemon drops that I've been building up. It also pairs really well with the recent events of Delibird and Duraludon outbreaks. Mm-hmm. Uh I hope that these they keep these event outbreaks going, and they definitely will. Uh, overall, it's a fun addition to the game. Look forward to playing with more and others in the Discord. Nerb. All right. Well, thanks, Nerb. 
Uh, all right. Our next email is going to come from the real Thinthros, and Jushiro's got this one. Yeah. Hi, Puckle, the real Thinthros here. Happy New Year. I have loved my time with the Indigo Death DLC immensely. I continue to do so. Scarlet is the first Pokemon game that, for me, really made it easy to learn how to construct Pokemon from the ground up. True. I don't do PvP, and the Heart of the Terror uh, Raid Dance made it more necessary gain, so I learned what I was doing with Natures and IVs and uh, and EVs and Held Islands. Actually, yeah. No, that's one of my favorite things about Scarlet and Violet, is it gave you a reason outside of competitive play to care about those mechanics. And that's mainly, mainly for the raids, but yeah. Yes, that's why I enjoy raids so much, yeah. Yeah. I built my first full team, Monoground, for the DLC and challenged myself to only use this team for both parts. Except for having a ca- to catch a few extras for Drayton's trial, I stuck with this team right through. Having to learn more about actual battle strategies as well as the 2v2 style, but a whole element of challenge and fun to the game that I haven't felt in years of Pokemoning. Hard agree. I actually hard agree. Like, this was... This was done so well. Like, I I am pleasantly impressed. Yeah, me too. And, and yeah. And and you, um, Thane Trust, doing the whole ground type, that's just always fun. Uh, my One of my favorite playthroughs to um, Sword and Shield was when I used just fossils. Yeah. Terrible Pokemons competitively, but oh my god, they're so much fun to play with anyway. Um, anyway, the Terrarium is exciting, even now after finishing all the content- but lying, uh, but laying eyes on it for the first time was amazing. Getting to fly around the older maps was a great addition as well. The fly mechanic is also done really well. I really like that. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm dry. I'm piloting um, a small uh, one of those. Uh, I forgot the word in English, but you know what I mean. Those small planes. Um, it gives that feeling, and I really like it. I'm very glad that they gave you the ability to actually fly fully in this. Yes. I, I figured they would after they just, like, introduced it randomly in that one trailer. Yeah. I, I assumed it would just happen. It was just a matter of one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from helping fill my slow building living decks with legendaries and starters, grinding to upgrade the biodomes was actually fun, possible solo, but rewarding for joining others, to allow me to farm the rare Pokemons. And even the BBQs and BP uh, BPs, this... Uh, DLC felt like it contained a whole new game's worth of stuff to do. I did enjoy how they tried to make BP not battle points now, like the last two games, and they give them different names, and I find that very cute. Right. <laughs> I also wanted to say thank you for suggesting farming the New Year Duraludon, uh, etc. Outbreaks for parts for the printing. I hadn't con- ter- uh, considered this, and mostly avoided the outbreaks. Using your tip on sinking myself... Wait, using your tip... On sinking myself to my Pokemon to clear out that bit faster really helped. Also, landed myself quite a few sandwich, sandwichless shinies, uh, of each as well. Stay awesome, the real Thintros. Well, thank you for that. All right. Our last email this week is going to be from Nico. Uh, happy new year, Puckle. Nico here. Hoping everybody's had a safe and restful, uh, Ray Kwanzaa. <laughs> Uh, last week, I couldn't help but notice a communal sentiment that black and white remakes should just be skipped. <laughs> we just talked about this. No. Wow, no. Absolutely not. 
I I am part of this community. Uh, <laughs> I understand that each panelist has their own opinions about Gen 5, so I won't go around assuming Puckle hates Gen 5. It's not that I hate Gen 5. I just don't trust the Pokemon company to do it properly. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't. You're right. And I don't want a remake. I want a, not a, a sequel to the sequel. But I'd like a little clarity on how we feel about this idea. First of all, do we have any idea how Game Freak and or Ilka could actually make Gen 5 remakes? The entire Pokedex, though ambitious at the time, is pretty small if we're limited to, to Unova and Pokemon. That is also my worry, is that they only keep it to 153 Pokemon or something? They can't. Yeah, they can't do that. Not not in this day and age. I assume they'll just add other Pokemon somehow, but it's hard to tell, given their recent need to, remake f- uh, to make the remakes faithful. Uh, also, black and white remakes making them faithful doesn't make any sense, in my opinion, and will not fly in this day and age of Pokemon. The only Pokemon games in which you cannot catch Pikachu are Pokemon black and white. The entire Pokedex, uh, blah, blah, blah. I assume they'll just add other Pokemon somehow, but it's hard to tell given their recent need to make the remakes faithful. Personally, I'd want some brand new Pokemon. I like how Oras gave us new Megas. That would pull people in, but I doubt they'd try it. Any suggestions about how to fill the decks? Uh, I think we still get like the 600 and whatever Pokemon, but I, I still think that's probably not the way to go. Uh, we'll see. And also, I don't think there's a need to keep them faithful. I think BDSP is a, is a fluke. Um, I, I don't think they will re- I hope you're correct. I hope you're correct, Yushiro. Yeah, that's what I hope and not what I believe. It's a fluke. It's what happened and for going forward, it won't be that way. That's what I hope at least. Second, how the heck are they going to make a singular game out of black and white and black and white too? This is my problem. Uh, this this one is actually a mystery to me. Maybe just make the sequel some sort of new game plus? Uh, seems unlikely. Of course, the option of making black three and white three is there, but there's a lot of people out there that who look to these remakes as an opportunity to play these games for the first time, especially given the price of the originals. Yeah, I know that's that that is my only reason why I think they could just like make vanilla remakes, but you have to make vanilla remakes of both. Um. Finally, if we're really worried about these remakes, shouldn't we just want them to rip that bandage off? Give, give, given the rocky trajectory the remakes are in, I'd much rather a black and white be used as a self-stepping stone to try something new or just refine from their current remake formula. Maybe they learned a t- thing or two about how that works. Pokemon X and Y is my favorite generation, and I'd really rather they don't remake them until they figure out how to do them justice. Either that, or they'll just stop making remakes right before X and Y, a fitting cruelty for the game that never got to have a third version made. uh go ahead game freak break my heart again anyway this one is going long i i'll understand if it doesn't get read as since it went very off topic but i expect to bring it up again the state of remakes is fascinating to me hope you all have a great week nico no it just fit this week's topic so (laughs) it was uh it was timely so i appreciate that no no it was it was good but that is uh those are our emails this week Mm mm-hmm uh, do we think anybody should get the green Taurus badge? I'm actually letting Nico, even though it wasn't the the question. But I think we, yeah, yeah, me too. I agree. I think it summed up our thoughts about a Gen Five remake pretty soundly. <laughs> like I, yeah, I'm just worried about them not being able to do it right and Gen Five just getting misrepresented. I just wanted to go back to Unova. You did go back to Unova. You just did. You just did. You just did in the terrarium. You were just in Unova. That's not. That's not. That's not the same patch. You did. You did it's it. Like saying, let's, 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 that's like saying, no, we got you know what at home. Yeah. It's it's not the same batch. <laughs> it, it might actually be the area from Black and White 2. Um, which area was that? The uh, the Nature Preserve? There's a map that actually matches up perfectly with the terrarium. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, but I don't think it's that. I do I, think I it's think that. It's just, I do think it's that. It's a little, 
I just think it's a little uh, Easter egg. I think that's where it is. I think that's where it is in universe. But I, I, I don't think it's like uh, that's still a place where you fly to in Unova, right? Right. I, I do think that's where it is. I just don't think it's uh, <laughs> climate change sank it, and that's why it's underwater. <laughs> Or they just sink it because they had ter- terra crystals, and like terra crystals are actually far more dangerous than anybody like is letting on. Right. <laughs> One of those things might be true, but all right, uh, that is going to be it. Next week, you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com, and you can let us know what you feel about the uh, about uh, the future of Pokemon twenty twenty four. We, I'm actually interested because I'm sure somebody's going to come with some like something like way off the wall that we didn't think about. I hope so. I think they will. And then Claude and I can have Claude and I can fight about that one. And then, uh, yeah, that is going to be it for that. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, the best way to do so is go to our discord at discord or puckle discord.com. Come and hang out with us. Chat. Let us know what you're thinking. You can, of course, uh, check out the, check out the streams that we do. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. That's part of my spiel. I mean, I, I'm there. Yeah, Claude's there too. Uh, at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. I'm back on Wednesdays. Claude is uh, there on not Wednesdays. I'm there whenever I feel like doing it. As long as it's not when I'm doing it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I, I can't do Wednesdays besides this past Wednesday. So I'm like, great, perfect. I know, I know. Perfect. Perfect. We created the perfect storm then. And we can, you can, of course, follow us on at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you you do social media. We're probably there. Uh, you can, of course, check out our YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast is where you can maybe find some stream VODs um, of us playing the games. Of course, you can also go ahead and help support the show in a couple of different ways. First, you can go to trollandtoad.com to buy all of your cardboard. Paldean Face is coming out in a couple of weeks. So you can go buy uh, some Elite Trainer boxes over at trollandtoad.com using code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. Um, and we get a little bit of kickback and you guys get a 5% discount. Additionally, you can also help support us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, where we uh, just redid all the tiers. Uh, so now you get access to a couple of new uh, free shows. And at the $20 tier, you get access to our merch. Uh, right now, this is the only way to get puckle merch. Um, if any of that merch does end up getting sold on a puckle store, it is going to somehow be a Patreon original, either with like a first edition stamp or something else to let you guys know that you are the people that are making these things possible. Um, but of course, the best way to support the show is just to listen to it. Uh, we really, ho- we really appreciate everybody who listens to it, everybody who supports the show, and we hope to uh, keep up with you guys. So. We will go ahead and end it there. I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Jashiram. And I have been Claude Nine. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.